Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text that we shall read as the basis of our devotion comes from the second chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew, beginning at verse 1. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and the scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. These are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. In Christ Jesus, who was born the Prince of Peace, to be anointed the King of all kings for all time and even forevermore, dear fellow redeemed citizens of his everlasting kingdom. How did these wise men, these mysterious visitors from the East identify that star as the star of the newborn king of the Jews. We are left only to speculate, and that, of course, is always a dangerous practice. But the fact is, they knew and they followed it. It would lead them to Bethlehem, just as the chief priests and the scribes told Herod, based on the prophecy of Scripture. Why did these wise men, these mysterious visitors from the East, find this newborn king of such interest and even worship him in faith when so many in Jerusalem were troubled by this news and obviously did not believe it. Can you imagine how perplexing it was to them to find that this news was so troubling as they made their inquiry? And then, when it was determined that Bethlehem was the nearby location of the birth of this king, no one, not Herod, not the chief priests, nor the scribes, 
went with them. They were sent on their way, as troubled as these people were. The newborn king of the Jews came to his people, and they were not ready to receive him with joyous faith. Our king of kings would ask later in his earthly ministry, when the son of man comes, will he find faith on earth? Well, we know he will. He told us so. Perhaps not many believers on that day of his return, but when Jesus does return, there will be those who will receive him with joy, just as these wise men did. Will you, if he comes in your lifetime, are you receiving him in faith and in joy right now, today? Consider why it was that Herod and the religious leaders did not receive him in faith. Herod so much wanted to hold on to his meager earthly power doled out to him by Rome that he would seek to kill this newborn rival to his impotent throne. The religious leaders had a system which glorified their own self-righteousness and were not looking for a king of righteousness to save them. They crowned themselves, you see, as their own rulers to their eternal detriment. Have you, by God's grace, broken away from that self-importance and arrogant approach to your spiritual life? Because each of us retains that old sinful nature whose natural religion places self at the very center of all things, you too may at times identify with the sins of Herod and the chief priests and scribes and all of Jerusalem on that day the wise men visited. But by God's miraculous, gracious working, you now look to this king, humbly born, despised and rejected by men, a victim of murderous thoughts and actions as your king. It can only be God's miraculous working that the wise men from afar would trust in that infant born in Bethlehem as their savior. And this reminds me of the one thief on the cross who came to faith hanging next to Jesus when again Jerusalem was in great turmoil 
over this king. The sign above Jesus' head declared him to be the king of the Jews, just as the wise men believed. And Jesus was wearing a crown, bejeweled not with rare gems, but with his own holy, precious blood. And that Jewish criminal next to Jesus very likely had the many prophecies he learned in his youth come flooding back to him, not least of which was Psalm 22 and its graphic description of the crucified Christ. And so in faith, he prayed, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Your kingdom. Bloodied, beaten, and disfigured as he was. There was the king. What faith that was. Believing what could not be seen, given only by the miraculous working of the Spirit. This king was soon to die in his battle against our sin, our death, and our hell. Yet, facing his imminent death, this believing criminal confessed his confidence that this king rules rules supreme, and would reign forevermore. Thus, Jesus is the king of kings. All other kings will allow others to die to protect their office and realm. Not Jesus. In his kingly office, he personally and alone takes on our enemies. He faced death and hell for you by being named the sinner, receiving your death and your hell. But in his suffering these for you, his perfect, everlasting life swallows up your death and your hell. And they have no claim on you any longer. In your coming worship this Christmastide, keep in mind what the prophet Isaiah said of this King Jesus. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. And was this one of the prophecies the wise men read, believe, and then came and worshipped? These wise men, the mysterious visitors from the east, returned to their homes, justified before God through their faith in this king of the Jews, who was born not only for the Jews, but for all people. 
And this means you are included. All your sins, even the sins of pride and self-righteousness that are similar to Herod's and the chief priests and the scribes, all of those are all forgiven you. Your eternal king has secured your everlasting citizenship in his kingdom by his blood and righteousness alone and forevermore. Amen.